Hello, welcome to the One Life Podcast, where we talk about things from One Life Church, but ultimately things we think can relate to you and your one and only life. I'm one of your co-hosts, Sarah Inman, and I'm joined, as always, and we're back uh, with Brett Nicholson. We are back after a three-week break, which I think is our longest break ever, and I feel kind of sort of guilty. Yeah. I, do. I feel kind of bad. It's kind of, yeah. you know, just some things going on, and we needed a couple, day, couple weeks on. there. Yeah. and Holidays got in the way and all the rest. So. Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah, How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was fantastic. It really yeah. was. I mean, you know, it was. Uh, we didn't do anything that, you know, no bells or whistles or anything. We yeah. did the turkey. We did the dressing. We did family. We did everything you're supposed to do. And, yeah, it was good. I was glad. Yeah, same here. It was yeah. nice to a very small gathering this year. Just my mom, my stepdad, and I, and then my brother um, and his girlfriend, and their kids came by for a little bit. And All right. it was, you know, it was good, but. I have some stories about that that I think we can talk about later. Some things from gratitude as we talk about our new series. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, we'll talk about it later, though. Yeah, I wanted to hear some of your stories, but then also I had one of my own. Because we talked about that as a staff today, like some of the things that we're grateful for. Um, and I just think those are fun. I think that's good to do as we're, we're talking yeah, about absolutely. that as, yeah. as a staff and really even our church asking people to do that. So actually, I've seen some people on the One Life Anywhere page today. Um, sharing some things they're grateful for. All right, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's a, that's, that means it's working. It is, yeah. That's something that, you know, here um, at One Life, we've been trying to figure out ways, just like everybody else, like how do you get to connect in this time where people are disconnected um, physically yeah. pretty much all the time? And um, we came up with a Facebook group. It seems kind of simple and maybe something that's done maybe already, but uh, we came up with a place where people can have conversation. They can be a part of community. Um, it's not a place where we think about Facebook pages where you go to and you see all these events or things that we want people to do or know. Uh, it really is just a space for people to have conversation. And um, one of those right now is things you're grateful for. Yeah, and that is a great conversation to have because it, it helps your mind to focus on better things. Yeah. So One Life Anywhere on Facebook, you can search for it, um, request to join it. We're trying to get to 1,000. I think we're around 600, 700. 600? So, okay. Yeah. So we just, oh, yeah, please do. Yeah, and go on there twice to <laughs> help us get to that goal. <laughs> you know, come on, or a uh, pseudonym, you could do all kinds of things. Yeah. yeah that'd be fantastic. Um, so, Brett, we started a new series. We ended a series. I guess we should talk about that, too. We just ended oh, okay. um, our other series, which, honestly, I said this to you in in the office with no one. I think there was maybe just one other person around in our office, but like now I'm going to say it on the podcast. It really was one of my favorite series that we've done. Because you did say that. I remember that. Um, I was like, why? I did ask why. Yeah, it was called Talking Points, and anyone can find that on our website, onelifechurch.org, or you can find it on our YouTube page where we're, uh, we're actually growing there a lot, have a lot of great content on our YouTube page, search for One Life Church. Um, but I, I think because going into it, some of these conversations, we talk about politics, we talk about relationships, um, you know, these things are tough especially in 2020 oh, or yeah. never. And you came up with some things you were going to talk about. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what's he going to say you know, <laughs> as the communications so, director? I think of those things, you know, like how sure? are people going to yeah, respond? Right. Um, and it was great. It really was great. There was nothing that I was like, um, that uh, I don't know, like I wasn't surprised, but also like surprised in the sense of like so many conversations about politics right now feel so volatile or so, um, just heavy and so much information and this just felt very rooted into the simple things that we kind of just needed to get back to 
Well, hopefully, I, I I do appreciate that. I remember in a couple of evals, uh, you said, "Okay, I, I'll admit, I was a little nervous about this one <laughs> going into it yeah. when you knew what we were going to talk about." And then, but I'm okay now. I'm mm-hmm. okay now. And I think that was part of the point um, uh, was there is a way to talk about these things that it doesn't have to descend into that sort of dark side that we often get into. Because I realize people are passionate, and I don't knock that. But yep. uh, the, I think the primary message that I kept reinforcing, and I didn't really, I went in with this idea, but I discovered it more as I went along because we were trying to focus on the Sermon on the Plain, which uh, it always takes you to another place. It keeps pushing you to just a different way to think about things. Yeah. Uh, when it says things like love your enemies, you can't really be a jerk towards your enemies. It just kind of goes with that or the people you disagree with. So I, I kept getting reminded that uh, it's got to be about the kingdom first and it can't be about your own political affiliations first. And if you'll keep re- remembering that, it'll help you to handle your political affiliations better in, yeah. my, in my opinion. Yeah. So. And I think we we got a shout out from your niece, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah that's right. I showed Thanks you for actually. listening. Yeah. That's right. Thank you very much we for listening. That. That's right. Um, again, you know, you, you can find that information, uh, previous series or any of our content on our website or on a YouTube page. But we did just start a brand new series. Um, and that's something that, you know, as if you attend One Life, obviously this might pertain to you. But even if you don't, um, I think everyone can understand and relate to the topic of our series, which is, which is called Merry Christmas Anyway. Right. Which is great. I think everybody gets yeah. the reference, yes. Even in 2020, it's still Christmas. And, it is, um, it is. In the midst of all um, finding difficulty, or finding beauty in difficulty. I said that backwards. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas anyway. So tell us a little bit about that series, kind of the hope for what we're trying to talk about. Well, the the hope is is just that. I know, and, and I, I get tired of saying it in a way because it's, it's almost cliche now that, okay, 2020 has been rough, but it really has. And especially for me, and I think this is a lot of people, I anticipated it getting better sooner. Uh, And now that we're sitting in November and cases are going up and there's more talk about the uh, COVID than there was earlier in some weird sense. And so that gets wearying. I mean, it just, it honestly is, it's taxing on my own mind. And and, uh, I think it makes everybody tired and frustrated. And then I really hurt for people who are struggling with whether it's job or obviously their health or any of those kinds of things. So what can we do with that now that it's it's gone on for a while? So the, the basic idea is Christmas coming up. Christmas is supposed to be hopeful. It's supposed to be something where we're singing joy to the world, right? Yeah. Well, how do we find that without denying the difficulties? That's that's the critical thing. I don't I don't like it whenever people just act like something's not going wrong or talk over it or sweep it under the rug. Uh, I think it's good to acknowledge uh, this is a dark, draggy thing that's going on over here. But how can you have uh, joy in the midst of that? How can you find meaning or, or deeper things? Because I, I really believe you can. Because I've been around, and a lot of it is I've been inspired by people who obviously have gone through really, really tough things. Or I'll visit people in the hospital that are going through an obviously tough, tough thing. But their perspective is such that they still have this underlying uh, joy and this that doesn't deny the hard thing but just rises above it and so that's the kind of thing that we're after how do you do that where does that come from how to be an optimist yeah you could sum it up in that way yeah. of course I, I i'm a big believer in the saying that a pessimist uh, uh complains about the wind the the optimist um waits for the wind to get better and the realist adjusts the sails and so oh. uh, yeah that's right i don't know if you've ever heard that before I haven't. But that's yeah so i'd like to be i like to consider myself a realist with an optimistic bent you know okay. so, wow. so how can you do that because again i don't want to deny 
this can be rough. I talked to somebody just yesterday at our church whose hours have been cut way back and is just mm-hmm. kind of worried about, man, what, what am I going to do here? I've got a veteran bill that's due coming up and I've, I've, I've blown through my savings. I've, and the things are getting kind of spooky for people. And so you don't want to deny that, but you also want to help that person not only with their physical needs, but also find joy in the middle of it all rather than waiting for when my bills get paid, I'll get joy back. And that's always the tension and the challenge that we have to, uh, to wrestle with. All of us do. Yeah, and, and one of the things that you've asked our church to start thinking about and doing, uh, we had a couple ideas how we're going to do this, and of course they always kind of simplify right. to what we can do, um, whether that's um, based upon finances, but also based upon what we can do um, right now, like handing things out. It's not something that we're going to do a ton of, because majority of our people are watching um, through a digital platform, which is super cool um, in a sense. Yes. Uh, it also feels weird because there was a time where you thought that was just something you do. Now it's kind of something you're focusing on, which is, is really interesting. But uh, we're talking about having a gratitude journal of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we initially talked about, like, can we get little journals and we hand them out to people? Like, oh, we probably can't do that right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not to mention they were kind of expensive. Too, yeah, so that's true. It's okay. But, you know, the idea of going through and just simplifying um, the way that you think about it. You said either when you first get up or right before you go to bed, um, just talking about even in your mind, but even writing down some things that you're grateful for for that day. Yeah, yeah. because I've heard, first of all, I know that counselors do that for people, that people who are struggling with depression or anxiety, they will have them do a gratitude journal. Uh, so that's where some of the idea comes from. The other idea, uh, the other place it comes from is honestly from Scripture, because what I've noticed through the years as I've studied the Bible, and, and I have the advantage of, I have my own devotional time, but I also have the advantage I do it for a living, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like you you have to spend time in there. And I realize how much the Bible focuses on gratitude, and it says things like give thanks always. And and I maybe I'm wrong about this, but I almost think that the simple message of gratitude is treated as just that. It's kind of a simple message. Like, yeah, we should give thanks. We tell, you know, we tell little kids, oh, what do you say, Johnny, when someone gives them a gift or whatever. And it feels like this lightweight um, thing that you ought to do. But what I've recognized the more I've studied it is it's actually a profound thing uh, that has a lot underneath. Why would God tell you to give thanks in all things? Why would he say that? And I've discovered more and more, I think, the reasons why. And science is now backing that up. There are tons of studies. You can just go Google it sometime to say, uh, you know, scientific research behind gratitude. And mm-hmm. you'll find just uh, article after article after article of studies they've done that says gratitude literally does help you mentally, physically, emotionally, and otherwise as a regular practice in your life. So that's what we're really trying to get people into the practice of, I was coached years gone, I don't remember who did it, but try to make thank you the very first words you say when you get up in the morning. Uh, so it, it really does change your perspective and your outlook on things because you're going to think about something and right. you're going to say something to yourself or someone else. And then oftentimes when you're tired and their alarm's going off, it's not a good thing. So why not just uh, flip the script on that and say something that's, uh, positive, like, hey, Lord, thank you for that I'm breathing in and out, or I can get up and walk around, or I can see or feel or hear or relate, or uh, that I got a good night's sleep or whatatever. It resets your mind in a sense, too. It Even does. Yeah. As, like you said, doing in the morning, um, our staff retreat, which was a few months back, we did um, outside of the lake, which was great. You know, we were able to be outside, but I remember we start out, yeah, around a, like a campfire type thing. I remember it being um, something you had us do when we started out each week or each morning uh, of the two days that we um, had visited out there. And, and I remember thinking that it was just a really good kind of reset because we come in and we have all these things that we need to plan and go through for the next year or plan for the rest of the year because we have no right. idea you know what's coming right. next um but even when you think about like you can just stop and and just saying thankful for things like 
being able to hear, you know, the water rushing or, you know, Mm -hmm. the smell of a campfire or things that you can even just take a moment and you just take for granted and be able to appreciate in that moment. Absolutely. I mean, and that's what it is. That's why I've called uh, uh, gratitude is the art of noticing. And it really is. It's, it's noticing the things that you have throughout your day, even the smallest things of all, that if they were removed, you would care about notice. Now, and COVID is now a, a very obvious example of that because we have, uh, have had taken away from us a much more free. I, I don't know if you've had this experience or not. Well, like when you're watching TV or movies now and you see people in crowds, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it kind of yeah. weirds you out a little yeah. bit. It's like, they're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like, how are they comfortable with that? They don't they're know like, what they're doing. They can't touch each other. They can't hug each yeah, that's other. That's right. They're all, and we used to live that way, and yeah. now we can't like we used to. That would have been something to be grateful for, just to be able to stand in a crowd of people and enjoy yourself and not think about having to wear a mask or any of that kind of thing. So it's the art of noticing. So it is. It's the smell of a fire. Everybody knows the smell of a campfire. Uh, it can be the smallest things in life. And, and that's why I think I said list off 10 things. Because the first thing, oh, 10, well, if you start noticing... Uh, you can name off 10. It's pretty easy. You know, it can be anything from your health or your surroundings. But as you do that, it really, truly does change your mindset uh, overall about life. You've become a lot more uh, joyful about Mm -hmm. the present life that you that you have. And it's a great mental and emotional effect. It really is. Yeah. I think in psychology, they call it a grounding, like trying to ground yourself to realize like where you're at, because you can think about all the things that are going on, but if you don't notice the things around you or even where you're at in that moment, you can get just really outside of yourself. And so being able to ground yourself on that. Yeah. And I remember being coached uh, years ago too, that, uh, that there is a mental thing inside every person uh, that it's just our way our brains work is that we tend to notice problems before solutions or, or yeah. good things. For instance, they, they use the example, you could walk into a room that had 100 light bulbs, and 99 of them will be on. But if there's one off, you're going to notice the one. You just are. It's, it's kind of how our brains are built, but you need to counteract that because you also need to celebrate, hey, there's 99 light bulbs up, light bulbs up there that are working. <laughs> and, and, and so learning to look at life that way is not denial of reality. Yes, there is a light bulb that's out. But on the other hand, I can appreciate the fact that um, there's a whole bunch of them are on. So everything's going to be okay. It really is. And I remember that um, our friend Austin Maxheimer, who's been on the podcast multiple times, and uh, I remember in a group I was in with him early on, you know, we had like four straight weeks where everyone was there and it was great. And you get a couple weeks where there'd be like two people there and you can get yourself really down of like, why is no one coming? And his always, his line was like, you focus on the people who are there not the people who aren't. Um, oh, because yeah. you, you miss a, a whole example. opportunity yeah. uh, of conversation and connection that I remember doing that in student ministry. Um, there was a couple times where my co-leader and I, just one girl that would show up and you're like, oh man, it's a bummer. But in a sense, you ended up with this great conversation mm-hmm. that never would have happened if everyone would have been there and you no, get a more right. of a, a one-on-one. So finding those those ways to be grateful and, and we've, we've kind of interchanged this word and I want to talk about this. Um, the di- Kind of the difference or the similarities between being grateful and being thankful because we just came out of Thanksgiving um, and I think everyone's head kind of, when you say grateful, you think of thankful um, right. interchangeably. Do you think of them that way? I think of it as intercha- interchangeable. I think of thanks as kind of the more the action verb uh, or the action word or verb. And then gratitude. I, I think of gratitude as the overall attitude of uh, an attitude of gratitude. So it's, it's the overall. F- you my mic. Sorry. Yeah, you sure did. And it, and it echoed. It kind of kept going. But it, it, but it accentuated <laughs> my point. So I really appreciated that. So I, I use them interchangeable. But I think of gratitude as is kind of the the overarching uh, 
attitude that you do have that gives thanks a lot or something. What's funny is this article I have pulled up about it. It says it the opposite. Like they flipped that. It says the opposite? Well, Well, it's probably wrong. I don't know what kind of (laughs) articles you're reading. That's a good point. Um, The Oxford Dictionary defines the word grateful as showing an appreciation of kindness. Okay. Um, And this person says that the difference lies being thankful is a feeling and grateful is an action. Really? Yeah. No, I had not known that. Well, maybe I, I need to this clean was up just, my, yeah. my understanding of that. Because <laughs> I did, of course, I was not comparing grateful and thankful. It was more gratitude versus thanks. That's so a good point. in my own head, I was doing that. But grateful for a kindness. I don't know. I, it, that's something for people to grapple with. I really yeah. don't know what the answer is. Uh, and they were just saying that, you know, you can be thankful about kind of uh, specific things and grateful and gratitude is something that's more of like, a feeling or an action um, that huh. um, is kind of a something that you build upon. It continues to be part of things where thankful can feel like it's in and out. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's well, what this article said. I okay. Don't well, they're probably right. Where's the article from? Is it from your, psychiatric your cousin? Psychiatricmedicalcare.com. <laughs> psychiatric, yeah. psychiatric medical care. Okay. Yeah. Well, so a licensed clinical social worker. Um, but anyway, that was the first article that came up on Google when I, I looked at the differences. Um, <laughs> I told people to look up articles. Isn't that wrong? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, but I just think that's interesting because really we, we made what we call a bumper, which is the video that plays before, usually the message um, yeah. of our services. And the idea that I had in my head when we were talking, thinking about this bumper was like, I'd love to get people um, just quickly saying something they're grateful for and using that as the opener and then changing it each week with different people because there's a lot of things to be grateful for because we're talking about, you know, kind of this um, tongue in cheek, you know, Merry Christmas anyway. But generally we want people to know that there's still a lot of things to be grateful for Absolutely. in the midst of this. And um, and so we recorded those and every time we'd say to somebody like, okay, tell, say I'm grateful for, and then whatever you want to say, if you want to use one word, if you want to use a couple things, if you want to sell a short story. And I'd say 90% of the people would say, I'm thankful for, and they'd okay. use the word thankful immediately. And it just made me wonder, I'm like, I wonder how many times we interchange that word and, and those words and um, really what that means about us. But then also, <laughs> so it, it makes me wonder, like, I always assume it's just because I'm old. Because uh, like, like my, my, my grandma used to always say, I am so grateful. I'm so mm. grateful. Is it older people say grateful and younger people say thankful? Is, is that a thing? That Grateful sounds more formal uh, in my mind. It just is a language thing. I don't, I don't <laughs> know if that's, maybe I'm misinterpreting that. But uh, it seems like older people would say grateful and younger people say thankful. I don't know. I don't if know either. Part of your research. It wasn't. No, I was just looking at definitions. We'll never know. But, uh. Well, yeah. Definition of grateful, feeling or showing an appreciation for something done or received. Um which is interesting. And then thankful was pleased and relieved, expressing gratitude and relief. So thankful has gratitude in the definition. Wow, okay. <laughs> now we're really I don't confused. know if the world's ever going to know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hopefully we can nail that down before the series is over. Yeah. Make well, an official statement. We'll, we'll make that so. part of the, the episode conversation Absolutely. each week. So if you have... Re, you know, if you're listening to this, watching this right now, uh, if you want to be a part of this conversation, <laughs> you can email us a podcast at one. <laughs> or you might org. want us to move on and say, yeah, "Hey, you know, that's, yeah, that's uh, that so, may be it too." So, so moving on, chime yeah. in your thoughts. I got, I got. Brett just told me to move on. I got it. Uh, we're moving <laughs> on to the next thing, though. But no, I do want to just go through and and as we um, kind of close out this episode, just sharing some things that either one of us would say we're grateful for. Um, and I'll go first because I have I have a couple. All right, because you're already locked and loaded on it. Yeah, yeah I have one. Um, we were talking about this specifically from Thanksgiving. Um, and even in the midst of it being kind of an odd Thanksgiving for me, it, it, it was kind of this weird bittersweet. Like I was, I was able to just go to my mom's. Um, I didn't go to my dad's family this year. Um, and there was something that I missed about that, but there's also something kind of sweet to be able to just 
be in one place because uh, a lot of times yeah. I'm going to a couple different places and I was able to just kind of my mom and I cook together and then uh, normally I'm rushing around to try to get to the next place and this time I really just got to eat and we cleaned up and then I went and sat on the couch and like watched football and it was great um, so that was great but the other one my favorite thing that I really was grateful for was the night before my mom and I usually do a lot of the prep work for uh, for Thanksgiving and we just finished and we sat down at the table and she said you want a piece of pie and I was like the pies for Thanksgiving? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, they're for Thanksgiving. She's like, it's just us. Who cares? You want pie? And I'm like, <laughs> let's eat the pie. And we ate pie the all night before. Right, that's and right. In like, violation of all the rules and everything. Rules. Yeah, that's cool. But I mean, yeah. in a sense, like I'm grateful for like those moments that don't normally happen, you know, in the sense of um, that we would have never had before. And we were able to mm-hmm. just take a moment. And somebody said today, it's like, you can create a new tradition. You eat the pie the night before. I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. So, something new that's there. right. Eating the pie beforehand. Yeah. Good. Um, and I mean, I can, I can go on with multiple lists, but I'm, th- I'm really grateful too and thankful, um, for the amount of volunteers and people we have that are coming in to One Life Church, not just, um, um, physically, but also virtually people are showing up. I was looking at, uh, Tim and Kathy Hess show up every week on our online experience at our 11 o'clock, um, on our website. And they just, they kind of man the chat room and they talk to people and they pray with people. And I'm just... I think that's so beautiful, and I love knowing right. that people want to be a part of that, and that other people are showing up um, and becoming part of that community. And then here on this past Sunday, we had multiple people that were were out um, due to either close contacts or maybe someone in their household te- household testing positive. And so having more people just step in and help out to make our services happen, not because we think our services have to happen, but we genuinely believe that it's an opportunity for us to help people trust and follow Jesus and. The, the amount of people that still value that mission is cool and important. And I'm really yeah, thankful for absolutely, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that kind of takes one of mine, but I'll, I'll, I can build on that. Okay. I, I find myself increasingly uh, grateful for the kind of people that you, it's, it's easy to take for granted because they're so reliable and they have been for so long. Um, and I, and again, it kind of goes back to that thing. You can, you can pay attention to the one light bulb that's out, or you yeah. can look at the 99 they're on. And I, I see that in the church world. Yes, there's problems and challenges, and, and, and some people leave, or some people do this or that or the other thing. But I always have to remind myself that I'm surrounded constantly, and I have been. I've been doing this for a really, really long time. I've always been surrounded by people who are as, as faithful as the sunrise. I mean, they, they are just an ongoing year after year, year after year, year after year. And that's easy to take for granted, which I hate that because you don't want to take yeah. people for granted. You certainly don't want to take advantage of them. Uh, but that is, that's come into, into bold relief in this season, especially that you're walking in. And, and, and our like you said, our volunteers, uh, to get services going, I mean, they get there. I, I, I have to get here early. I get here at 645. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people already here when I walk in the door. Right. And they're already up and running and doing things. And people forget that and maybe not realize that, you know. What if that were all taken away? Um, so that's that's one of the things that I, I genuinely am grateful for, and just people in my life that I got it right before we started the podcast. I got a text from an old old friend of mine uh, that was just thinking of me and said, "Hey, I've been thinking of you. You're on my heart, and I've been praying for you today." And and uh, I was like, "Wow!" And this is someone, one of those people that's just always been there, and uh, you know, theoretically will always be. Just and, and it's easy to overlook that in the midst of the problems. But the other thing I was we were talking about with our staff, uh, I do have to say. As I look back over the weekend, the four days, the thing that I became most grateful for, and now that I've had kids, and I know this goes away, so it's not always going to be here, it wasn't with my grandchildren. I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old uh, grandchild, and uh, the three-year-old is now old enough to do the things I forgot I used to do, kind of, uh, is old enough to 
uh, play the imaginary games. And I love the imaginary games where he'll say, okay, uh, uh, he calls me Baba, and he says, Baba, now, now you be the monster and I'll be the superhero. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we'll do and we'll do our little fake fight and all that. And then he'll turn around and he'll say, now, now I'll be the monster, you be the superhero. And, and, and we will do that 25 times in a row because he never gets tired of it. It's just a, and, and my, my commitment is that I'm not going to get tired of it either. I'm going to repeat it as, as many times as he wants. And it took me back to my, when my kids were that way and they're not three anymore. They haven't yeah. asked me to play those kind of games in a while. It's been a while. <laughs> but someone is now. And I thought, you know, there's a lot of things going on in life. I'd rather be different and all that. But this is just gold stuff And that it's in a season right now that he's there and he's doing that kind of thing. And, and it's a blast. And I'm just uh, – and, and every time I get a little, even a little down, I'll picture him in my head saying, hey, you be the monster, I'll be the superhero. That's <laughs> amazing. Like, all right, I'm in, man. It's, it's good stuff. It's great. And we, we would love, we generally would love to hear uh, some of the things that, that you're grateful for um, and, and share those with people wherever you're uh, listening or watching. Uh, use the comment section or you can email us at podcast at onelifechurch.org or you can go to the One Life Anywhere Facebook group to search One Life Anywhere um, and pop in there and utilize that as well because I think that's what's important right now. That's something that I think that could genuinely help all of us to continue to see the other things that other people are grateful for in their own lives. So. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, and just on the on the series, just finishing up, we uh, we're going to be talking about the little things. We're just going to remind everybody to to notice the little things. But uh, like this past Sunday, we talked about faith, so we are going to be talking about the big things in the Bible that from Jesus' life that that we ought to be grateful for and we need to remember. And we're going to be talking about hope. We're going to be talking about other things as we as we approach Christmas and the the eternal things that we often overlook is kind of the idea that we can be grateful for. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Can't right. wait. It's and be we're still stuff. in Luke. We're still we are. in the book of Luke. <laughs> At the pace we're going in, we'll be there until about 2025 is yeah. my, my estimate. It's a good book, you know. It is Some a good things book. Happen that's in right. It, what so. are you going to do? Argue with it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Um, all right. Well, Brett, thanks for hanging out. It's hey, good to be back on the podcast. That's right. um, I'd love to get some running. guests back on, but you know, it's kind we of will. a, a tough right. time to bring some people in and we want to maybe even do some people, um, virtual phone calls and things like that. We can figure that out. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. It's going to happen. Awesome. Again. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being part of this conversation and, um, we will see you again next time. <laughs>